0: What's going on, everybody? Todd here, once again, joined by... Well, I mean, I'm just going to start calling you cake vodka from now on. <laughs> Moriarty time. Hello.
1: You? I can't tell if there's something suspended in this shot or not, because oh. from the side view, it looks like there's something in there, but from the top down, I can't fucking see anything.
0: Oh, that sucks.
1: It's kind of awkward and a little weird. But other than that, I'm fantastic.
0: That is great. So... <clears throat> Have I ever told you how difficult it is running a podcast network? No, you have not told me how difficult it is, is it? fucking miserable. Mhm. I don't wish it mm-hmm. on anybody
1: oh yeah, I don't doubt it,
0: but at the same time, i also am i'm I'm, I'm happy I'm doing it you mm-hmm. know I mean we got great shows on the network um we have our our schedule down now, which is great hmm Um And this is episode twenty seven, gimmick bag. Woohoo. Which funny enough I'm gonna go and look at the um the dates on this stuff because that's gonna be the really interesting bit. Right, mm-hmm. I go to that one. Ooh. Actually, no, I, I know why I went to that one. Because it's easier for me to uh Look at the dates, but come on, you piece of shit <laughs> technical difficulties, everybody we, um so since and this includes specials and me throwing up like the one off episode stuff, uh-huh, uh, we have not missed an episode we've we're like uh was it 10 episodes in a row which is pretty cool and i'm excited about that i mean me too it's good consistency i mean you went to disney i planned some stuff Mm -hmm. out for that and boom boom Mm -hmm. boom you know um we had planned we planned on christmas holiday and all the other stuff i mean we were we're a well-oiled machine it's Mm -hmm. terrific And I mean, we, we just we're putting our nose to the grindstone, we're doing what we need to do, trying to get a new episode out to you guys every week. And this is before the before we did the Twitch thing. You know, before tw- uh twitch T V slash Precipice Podcast, which if you're watching this, thank you. Um was a thing. So I mean I'm super excited to be able to do whatever I can for um you know, for for the podcast, I mean sleep, who who fucking needs sleep?
1: Not you. Definitely not you. Sleep is
0: for the week. Yeah, I mean And then you can sleep for a week. Eh. Maybe. Well, I mean I gotta I got my like my record schedule is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday.
2: <laughs> mm hmm.
0: Um, so there's that and then it's like, oh well let me go and figure out like Days I was, like times I can stream and stuff like that. Um, I got a message. Okay, so let's get into some of the the real life stuff that's going on. I get a mm-hmm. message from my boss. We went over hours, mm-hmm. so we have to take you off Saturday. Have, okay. We'll have you back in. We'll have you in on Tuesday instead. And I'm like, Oh, fuck. Yeah. So I mean, it's just it's still more of the same. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, my days probably have, will be for a while. Yeah, and I mean, my days have been consisting of job hunting and working on uh, working on different elements of of the network, or you know, even mm-hmm. just trying to get stream stuff done. Like I did a full. Redesign of all my, um, all, like, my stream art, basically. Which looks fantastic, by the way. I figured I might as well embrace the crazy. And I, I mean, I, I love the work Von did, hands down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I've been on Twitch almost four years, and I've been running that for... Honestly, I've been running that since I got a hundred followers. So it's been, been a good while. So it was time for me to make a change. Um, so I, I made the change on that. So it's kind of cool. Um, had to do some, some other things like add the uh, tablet in there, which throws people off because they're so used to seeing the timer up top. There's just like, there's no timer. It's like, it's on the tablet. Mm -hmm. Like maturely bastard in that way but i mean like doing stuff like that planning out games that i'm going to do because i don't want to say i'm going to double down on doing more retro quote-unquote games but Mm -hmm. i mean you're gonna see me playing stuff that just i mean it's gonna be they're gonna be older games plain and simple nothing Uh, wrong with that Which brings me into, and you usually save this to the back half of the show, but there's a pay-per-view coming up this weekend. Yes, there is. Uh, We have Illumination Chamber coming up Sunday. Mm -hmm. Uh, We will be doing a reaction on Twitch, so there's that. Mm -hmm. Uh, One thing we do almost every pay-per-view, we didn't do it last pay-per-view, um. Really, was uh, make picks and, right. and such. And as we record this, I remember why we don't, why we didn't, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the card didn't get announced till that Saturday. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, this um also it was Royal Rumble, and because of the Rumble, mm-hmm. we we didn't know who was going to be in it and all the well, other stuff. Yeah. Um. So it's going to be more of that, like. When the the matches come up, we make our picks because it'll be so much easier that way as opposed to planning ahead and and stuff. I would honestly love to to have a full card and be like, okay, here are our picks, Mm -hmm. and now they're set in stone. But, I mean, it's just not viable when they've only announced four matches Mm -hmm. for a pay-per-view, for a four-hour pay-per-view, like... The two elimination chamber matches are probably going to go about. An hour. (laughs) 30, 45 minutes each. Maybe. Um, I'm not, because we
1: do have that seven man,
0: whatever the fuck. That one will probably go an hour. Yeah. So we're still at like an hour 45 right there. But we also do have a fair amount of ladies in their elimination chamber as well. Yeah, it's a it's a standard six, and I'm I'm thinking that that's going to be because once eliminations start in the elimination chamber, it usually goes by relatively quick. Um, so we're looking at, I would say, between the two elimination chambers, we're probably looking about an, I would say, about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, right there. So then they still have two and a half hours to cover with pre-show. Right. Um, three hours if we include the the overflow, which we know is going to happen because it mm-hmm. always happens. Mm-hmm. Um, the so I mean the, the elimination ch- me, the men's elimination chamber we have uh, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, uh Finn Balor, John Cena. Um, there was somebody else and Elias. Oh. Uh. And, um, so, I mean, there's that. That That's a thing. Then the women's we have, um, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, um members of of absolution. I mean, it's just like mm-hmm. come on. Um I think Mickey ma- James is in there as well. Yeah. The other two matches for Illumination Chamber that have been announced is Nia Jax versus Asuka, where if Nia wins, she's added into the Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania. Right. And the other one is Bray and um Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. Yay, pre show. I don't think that's gonna be pre show. I think it is. I don't. Cause there's there we don't have an actual card, but there's two matches that just logically will probably get added. Mm-hmm. Um because I mean we won't there might be like a cruiserweight thing as well. You know, like an exhibition. Because they got that tournament going on and that's going to be going on and, and they don't want to fuck that up and throw a match, you know, uh, uh, one of those matches on the pay-per-view, which is fine. But the two matches that have been um, rumored is mm-hmm. we have Titus Worldwide, which will be mm-hmm. Titus and Apollo mm-hmm. um, against the bar for the the WWE uh, for the raw tag team championships. Interesting. Um and the other one is the revival against um Gallows and Anderson. Okay. And I see the revival Gallows and Anderson being a pre-show match.
1: Yeah, I could see that being pre-show too. And I'm pretty sure they're going to probably have that feud for a while.
0: I see that a being of- pre-show opening up with I would say open up with a chamber. Mhm. Um, you know, bookend the show with, with chambers. So Um So you I'm thinking thinking you do the, the men's chamber first.
1: More than likely, if it's anything like how Royal Rumble played out, Yeah. they'll probably do the men
0: the yeah, the dude'll go f- dudes will go first. I think that vodka's hitting me. Shit. <laughs> so, yeah. I can see them doing the the men's elimination chamber first, um, then probably Matt Hardy, mm-hmm, then the tag team no, then Nia Jax, then the tag team titles, and then the um, and then the women's elimination chamber because you don't want to stack two women's matches like back to back. No. Because people get bored, Mm -hmm. sadly, even though the work rate has been phenomenal. Absolutely. So. But yeah, so we'll make our picks on Sunday for that pay-per-view.
1: We'll do it live. Come
0: to the live reaction if you want to hear who we have for picks. And see my face during horrible spots. Yes, the best. But, yeah, so, I mean, it's,
1: yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling really meh about this pay-per-view as a whole in yeah. general, and we're only into February. That does not bode well. And they're already, what, cutting two pay-per-views?
0: Yeah, two, uh, two pay-per-views have been cut. Mm-hmm. Um, So, after Elimination Chamber, we only have 14 to go yay yay um, I'm including takeovers in that, so because takeovers mm-hmm. are fun, and we enjoy watching them um, mm-hmm. but after this, we got Fast Lane, mhm, then we have WrestleMania, then we have backlash, and they should be doing a draft or something right around then so. right. And we'll get we'll get things shaken up again, um, because personally, I mean, they could do it that way, or they can just say "fuck it," let's just get rid of the draft, <laughs> like get rid of the brand split. Mm-hmm. Um, the brand split's a great thing to have. Personally, you have a lot of talent, and it allows you to utilize that talent better. For example, we wouldn't have gotten Gender as as a champion, no. Um, without the the brand split, we wouldn't. Hell, I'll, I'll go as far as saying we wouldn't have Bobby Roode as a champion. As a champion, yeah. Without the brand yeah. split, so... I mean, there's that. Yeah. It's it's funny that there's more matches announced for Fastlane than there is for Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense, but... Of course it does!
1: WWE doesn't make
0: sense. Yeah, no, I hear you <laughs> on that. But you know, all in all we got I mean, we got that, um we got some New Japan coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh Honor Rising, I think it is, is uh is coming up. So that'll be that's two shows which I mean I may torture myself and watch them live.
1: Yeah, maybe possibly have fun with that. Tell me how that goes.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that you're going to be like, I need to see Kenny and Coda.
1: Yes. So I, I, I need that in my
0: life yep. so bad. So, I mean, that's a thing, but yeah, I mean, I'm not super like, this is the problem I've, I've had with wrestling since, and i'll go as far as saying the attitude era.
2: Mhm.
0: Um there's a reason i don't like the attitude era and it mostly comes down to shit like this. You get too much of a good thing, you get burnt out on it and you're just like it's a fucking chore now. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean there's been several times where i've dropped off and stopped watching. And that's that's just a thing. I mean that's honestly it's I don't wanna say it's at that point, but there's what they're doing is very uninspired. Yeah. And it's making it easy to say, you know what? Let's fucking take a back seat. Like let's just let them do their thing, come back in a year. I mean, that's usually the way it works. I mean my last my last break was um shit, I wanna say two thousand 13 till mm-hmm. 2016. Mm-hmm. It was a nice little three year break, and I come back and I'm like, I have no idea who any of these fucking guys are.
1: <laughs> so many new faces up, and there's John Cena. Yeah, the one constant.
0: Well, no. It, it, what's funny is I'd be like, I, I remember watching for the first time at when I decided to like let me give it a. It's been enough time. Let me go back into it, and I'm like, the fuck's Tyler Black doing here? <laughs> and john moxley like the czw mm-hmm. john Moxley. are you fucking kidding me <laughs> you know and and it was little things like that so um i mean i i don't even fucking know like i'm i'm worried of like taking time off and being like what'll probably end up happening and uh, i mean i can i can just see it now what'll probably end up happening is I'll just get so burnt out on the WWE product that all Mm -hmm. watches new Japan. Cause I can't get burnt out on new Japan. Mm -hmm. It's there's something about it. I mean, I, I guess it's because I guess part of it comes down to it's a lot of just in ring. Mm-hmm. A lot of just in-ring action, and I mean, you get the storylines playing out and stuff like that, but you don't have it as bad as um, as you do with 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 WWE. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, I'd be willing to give Impact a chance. You know, at this point, it's like, oh god. I mean they've 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 done good work, and they're on Twitch
2: Mm mm-hmm
0: true they are yeah house of hardcore that's another one Mm mm-hmm uh house of hardcore wrestle circus um impact i mean i would if it came down to like watching those and being like i'll watch these and new japan and take a break from wwe i would
2: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: mm-hmm i mean it's plain and simple it's just to me just seems like a logical thing But with every pay-per-view that we do we try to make a a friendly wager. Yes. We've already come to terms on this, so. <laughs> so the end of the pay-per-view if if you end up losing, what happens?
1: I get to get myself a bottle of Boons Farm wine. Pretty sure it'll probably be the apple or whatever the fuck I can get my hands on. And yes. if you
0: lose, what so, do you get to do? Okay, so here's here's the thing. If I lose because of viability, mm-hmm. it's a either or. Mm-hmm. So either I. Watch the movie David Lynch's Dune from mm-hmm. 1984 from start to finish in one sitting,
2: sober. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Or I play the Sega CD Dune game, which is loosely based on the book and David Lynch's movie. <laughs> it's down to the point where like, uh, the main character looks like Kyle McLaughlin. Like, they they did the art to look like him, and you're just like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it'll be one of those things. It'll be one of the two. Um, one of which will be a stream.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because um, I'm not sure about the... I mean, I could probably do an IRL stream of me suffering through, uh, through Dune. Quite possibly. So, I, I can see that being... Viable as well. So, I mean, eh. Who knows? We'll figure it out. But it'll be one of those two things. They'll both be. Either one is Dune related, and either one is, is 1984 David Lynch Dune related. So. The runtime in the movie is two hours and I think 17 minutes. Mm hmm. So. And the game is. I mean. The you don't have is... to complete it. <laughs> yeah, I'm no no. No no at no, least
1: no. I'm not making you play it in Fremen.
0: Mm. Yeah, because that would be a whole bunch of bullshit right there. Yeah. I mean that's like a challenge I would impose on myself if I was I was just like, you know what, I'm so confident I'll do it in this mode if mm-hmm. and you're like, alright, go right ahead. You chose Finn in the elimination chamber, didn't you? That's that's interesting. We all know he's going. It's going to be Brock against uh, Roman. So,
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah,
0: we all know that. Unless, um, unless they issue a suspension to Roman. Oh, so true. Ah, shucks. Whatever will we do? Give the match to either uh, Seth or Finn. I mean.
1: I could see them going with Seth more than with Finn, honestly. As much as it pains me to say that, as much as I want to see Finn go and win and be amazing and awesome and... Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they'd probably favor the uh, the Kingslayer over... Uh,
0: yeah. Over the demon. I mean, you're not wrong, but...
1: Can you imagine, though, if we actually do... if If we do get roman versus brock do you think he'd put him away with a spear
0: <laughs> no
1: yeah i gotta hope because that'd be like a shitty way to like let yourself like drop your title to roman reigns spear
0: well see and the thing is that they've already had him uh ray had a big match uh at a wrestlemania and it went over like a wet fart in church <laughs> so arguably he roman's gotten better in the ring hmm but eh I don't know like personally I don't I just know yeah but I mean I don't know yep yeah. anyway None of us know. 25 minutes in that wraps up the the wrestling portion of this podcast <laughs> because there's really nothing else to talk about I don't know. Do you think the dead man will make a comeback? I mean he's training again, so Yeah.
1: I I'm pretty sure we can all kind of figure out what the fuck that means.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll I'll give you that. That's It's def- just
1: a matter on, I suppose, when.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely when. Um mm-hmm. The New Orleans Athletic Commission. Does um, have those strict rules though when it comes to yeah uh, when it comes to no things blood, like no blood, no uh, yeah, blood, no, no pile drivers, no drivers. Yeah. So,
1: meh, meh.
0: If anybody's gonna break those rules, it's gonna be WWE. Of course. Actually, you know what? I think that Ring of Honor will fucking break those rules too. So possibly because they're running a show that same weekend. Hmm. Mm. Yep. Um. That weekend. Uh, WrestleMania weekend, uh, Ring of Honor's main event is uh, Cody versus Kenny Omega.
1: Motherfucker.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's a thing. But I mean, I, I mean, takers, takers, working, working out again. Like I can understand, mm-hmm. like. He's an older gent, he's, you know, trying to stay in shape, but the video of him squatting all that weight makes, mm-hmm. it look, makes it look more like he's getting into ring shape than he is just getting into shape. Right. So. So has there been anything interesting going on in, in your corner of the Arctic Circle? <laughs> You I mean aside from the fact that we're having a fucking second winter in the
1: end of fucking February? Yeah. Um, it, it snowed where I'm at. Uh, last night, roads were icy. I was late like, getting to work because roads were icy. Um, thankfully, they cleared up miraculously over the course of the day. Thank you, Sunshine, for that. Yep. Um, huh. Really? No. Other than waiting on some car stuff so Nubis can come back and I can see him again and things.
0: (sighs) And then you can try round two of.
1: I'm I'm almost willing to wait a little bit longer to do a round two of apartment hunting. No, I personally
0: I completely agree.
1: Especially since, you know, my credit is shit. Yeah. Um. And, yeah. I'm still going to keep an eye out for places. It's just the matter on...
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I, I understand that. Oh, I, I, fuck I, it. <laughs> I, I completely understand that. And it's, uh... I don't know. Yeah. I, I, you know, you just got to kind of take it as it comes, basically.
1: hmm Pretty much.
0: I, today I found out that, uh, remember that hot dog place I liked going to? Yes. That closed down? Mm Mm-hmm. They've technically reopened. Oh. They technically reopened around Christmas. Interesting. (laughs) just found out now. Hmm. Um, they had three places lined up to get into and it's all three places fell through which sucks and um the owner went to uh went to one place to kind of just see if anything could happen they just so happened needed a uh cook Mm -hmm. and uh they are now running a limited uh menu of what he what the perfectly franks used to have now if you guys um you guys have ever seen drivers diners and d- drive-in diners and dives uh the diners
1: like, drive and dives whatever <laughs> triple d yeah
0: um
1: guy fieri's gonna take you to flavor town
0: man <laughs> going slather me in that donkey sauce <laughs> <laughs> And if, if 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 retro retro reapers listening, I know he would be all for that. Mm-hmm. He's apparently like um out of nowhere, just just like the kinda of weird that I I find Guy Fieri uh kind of attractive.
1: <laughs> there is something about him. I don't know what it is.
0: And I was just like So then I was um then I posted a picture of uh uh somebody did a animorphs book with guy fieri on it where he turns mm-hmm. into a sandwich and he goes yep. i would read the shit out of that book <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> yeah and then um today i posted a video from uh hot ones where he's doing their wing challenge thing
1: i've i saw the thumbnail of that i haven't actually seen it
0: um it's actually a really cool little series they do um mm-hmm they conduct an interview while they eat hot wings yep, yep. i
1: saw the um I, I i heard about this over new years because um i have a bunch of geeky friends you mm. figure and my friend's sister was going on about um because his name uh astrophysicist
0: Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson.
1: Yes, him. He did an episode of that, yeah. and it was amazing. I finally watched the Jericho one. Yeah, Jericho was did lovely. one. Uh, Sasha Banks so- has done one. I saw the thumbnail for that. I
0: haven't watched it yet. Um, I mean, I, I've I've kept up with it pretty much. So, mm-hmm. like, it, it's really cool. Uh, it's a very interesting concept, and uh, yeah, I mean. Between that, like, the, um, I think it's what, uh, Feast First, or, or, I forget the name of the goddamn channel. First We Feast. First We Feast, yeah. They have some really interesting program on that channel. I mean, mm-hmm. they have that, they have the new burger show, where mm-hmm. they have the, um, the guy that, uh, uh, the guy from Egg Slut going yep. on Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. I, I, I love that. I, I. There's, and I mean, I I could talk at length for my love of like cooking shows and stuff like that, but like, seriously, it's just, it's a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. I will, I will watch the shit as I'm cooking videos on, on YouTube. Mm hmm. One thing you can't get on YouTube is this podcast, though. So... And
1: and a part of me kind of wishes that we could, because I have such a fucking terrible time trying to watch anything on Twitch at work. True. It loads, like, shit. (laughs) And by shit, I mean it doesn't load at all, and it buffers, like, nobody's business. So,
0: my thing is this. I may... I, I... I'm thinking like if if I do this it'll probably be another month. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm contemplating uploading the rest of the episodes onto YouTube.
2: Mhm.
0: Um and then doing a like a dual like kind of like what Birthering Round does where they got the the YouTube release and then they have the Twitch the premiere. The Twitch release. Yeah. Which I think would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, I just, I personally like the Twitch release because it allows me to kind of sit and chat and and chat with people and um, use the the new Discord um, channels to to post notes from the episode. So
2: Mm -hmm.
0: like we're last night, we were talking about uh, a bunch of different things. And um, I was able to kind of find images. And like when that came up, I was just dropping it in the in the thing. So, and considering I missed like fifteen minutes of the show, mm-hmm. it was nice to to hear what I missed.
1: So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Those and are, then you know, surprisingly, see me yeah. in your place.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I was a Todd replacement for a few minutes. It was yeah. kind of fun.
0: Yeah, and I, the the funny thing is, like, I saw that and I was just like, "What?" yeah i'm like why did this happen like because (laughs)
1: Wes didn't pay attention sooner and put up a fucking gif or something (laughs) when you dropped and then because of the thing we use it all shifted and yeah it was you
0: yeah and anybody that watched that episode got to got a face reveal got got to
1: see me in my natural habitat of looking like a slob when i get home from work so, yeah, no. But I think, honestly, um, depending on how well that goes over, I might consider a little bit more seriously kind of rough. implementing myself in a video sense to yeah. kind of complete the reactions or something. It's just yeah. right now, probably not going to happen.
0: Yeah, right now, it'll probably be a uh, rough one. Yeah. But, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean... I mean, it was it was an unintentional thing that happened, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it, it caught me by surprise because I didn't expect it.
1: I kind of figured it was going to happen, so I just kind of just went, f ah, fuck it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, it's it just, I don't know, this is why we need to get you a luchador mask. So you yeah. Can, so you can wear that just in case that happens again.
1: Exactly. Then I'd have to have the glasses over the luchador. Mask, though, so I can see I'm blind without my glasses.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. But, yeah, I mean, we got... This this is the problem with doing as many podcasts as I do now, because I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I... When I'm going over stuff I'm like, talked about that, talked about that, talked about that, talked about that, and it's just like one of those situations, so it's like it's it's fun mm-hmm. <laughs> it is rather fun, but yeah, I mean, we got um have you seen Black Panther yet? I have not you you should
1: I'm sure I should. It's just a matter of you know actually going out to. See a movie, which is something I have not done
0: in a long time. Yeah, yeah. No, I I hear you on that. <clears throat> I mean, it was it, it was a really good film.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I enjoyed it immensely. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy the audience too much, but that's a whole mm-hmm. different animal, right? Um, because I mean, I like to when I watch a movie, I like to be able to hear the movie. Mm-hmm. and people were talking and and stuff. I mean, it was like going to an indie wrestling show where everybody's just like fucking chanting and shit. You know, like, "Come on." Right. I mean, we don't need a dis- this is awesome chant because like the show's about to start.
2: Mhm.
0: I mean, <laughs> Fight forever. Like, no. <laughs> like this is the opening credits. <laughs> just mm-hmm. um no, but it, in in seriousness, it was just little things. Um I, I did have some issues technically with the film, but then again, that's because I was watching it from that standpoint of like I didn't appreciate certain camera shots. I think ones hung a little too long, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, they went to the well too many times on like wide shots. In my opinion, like it's a gorgeous film. Mm-hmm. They use a lot of wide shots though, and you're oh, like, yeah. mm-hmm. um there were times where it was difficult to follow the action for me anyway. Um, mm-hmm. so I mean, and then I've talked to people that saw it in 3d and they were just like, Oh, those scenes were really easy to follow. And I'm like, it was probably because it was in 3d that it was easier to follow. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was an interesting, it was an interesting foray into, into the world of Wakanda and, um, and all that entails it, the story beats were there. They nailed the origin. So, like, they didn't spend... Like, I, I was having this discussion with Ballin Because um, Ballin's saying it as well. hmm And we were talking about Iron Man. The first Iron Man. And mm-hmm. we both agree that they spent way too much time with Tony in the cave. Yeah. And it's just like... And that's, that's always been one of the issues with... Marvel films is when they do an origin, they, they do it too long. Like give us the, give us the information we need and then kind of move the fuck along. Like we don't need to spend like 30 minutes in a cave, you know, at the same time, like I'll, I'll take the first captain America. I felt that was done well because we kind of needed to understand where he was coming from up Mm -hmm. until he became cap. So, I mean, that worked. The iron man one, not so much only because of how long it took.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Did you see Dr. Strange? No, I know. I need to
1: see it. I know it's on Netflix. I'm just very stubborn.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a fantastic film.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, It's another one. I feel that they spent just the right amount of time like it's still a long origin but it's still like they spent enough time to to get all of it out and not be like oh well now we have another 10 minutes of origin. Mhm. I mean they're getting better with this. They nailed it with Black Panther, so. Hmm. But yeah, I mean <clears throat> it's fun how's uh so last night you were setting up a spread store i haven't gotten very far <laughs> you started doing it and then you kind of just stopped it
1: yeah that's
0: what happens
1: yeah i'll work on it eventually yeah famous last words
0: and then you'll and then people will be able to purchase uh moriarty shirts
1: yep meh <laughs> i
0: had to, had to um yeah. but yeah you'll you'll be able to do that which will be really cool um i know there's a bunch of people in your community that are really supportive of what you do and mm-hmm. i can definitely see you moving some shirts so
1: oh possibly i mean i think it would just be nice to get some some merch out uh before uh pax west
0: yes versus- absolutely.
1: I'm also working on trying to make some type of business card that doesn't look like shit or, Mm -hmm. like, pre-done.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: (laughs) Because the one place I have been looking at, uh, Vista Prince, like, they have some kind of tea-related cards. You can't really customize them.
0: That's the problem.
1: Like, what... And then someone else suggested moo, but that's so fucking expensive.
0: So one thing you can do, just you can go completely DIY on it if you need mm-hmm. to. You get yourself um, some cardstock. Mm-hmm. You you do the design yourself. Mm-hmm. Get it all laid out. Um, you will need uh, one of those those cool fucking sheet cutters. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I can't do straight lines to save my fucking life. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's why I'm saying get a sheet cutter. It's Mm -hmm. it's just the way it is. And you just do that. I mean, it costs you paper and ink as opposed to whatever the fuck they want to charge plus shipping. Right. But get 200 business cards (laughs) for free that you can't (sighs) customize. Bless you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. So it's, I mean... We had a uh, interesting weekend. Interesting Sunday. Last mm-hmm. week. If you guys um, haven't checked out Moriarty's stream, do it. You need to. Yes. It's a thing that has to happen. Um, always playing really cool shit, whether it's Subnautica, um, Stardew, which you haven't done in a while.
1: I haven't picked up Subnautica in forever, and Stardew. I've mainly just been focusing on The Witcher three.
0: Yeah,
1: that's about it.
0: You've been playing The Witcher three and Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines.
1: Hmm. Well, that one I hadn't touched in forever either.
0: Fair enough. And you're close now. You're you're close to completion. Yes. So. Then maybe hopefully next time I won't
1: need you to hold my hand
0: through it. Well, and I mean I, I've. What's funny is I've said I said to you that I would next time I do a playthrough, I want you in Discord, mm-hmm. so you can make the choices for me on my stats, which will be interesting.
1: Malcavian with auto level. Well, I've already done that. <laughs> I've already done that. Is there a way that you haven't played that game?
0: Um. The way I haven't played it is by having somebody choose my stats for me. Fuck. <laughs> but I can make most most viable. Um like even Mulcavian auto auto spend. Mm-hmm. Um I was able to make that viable. It was a pain in the ass. Oh I bet. Because <clears throat> so um, The way auto-spend works in Vampire is, based on your clan, you have a template. Mm-hmm. And when you get a certain... When you hit the the required points, it automatically gives you what you need, based mm-hmm. on that template in order. So, like, this... Like, um, oh, well, you need to have... Like, the first thing you need to get is this, this, and this. Which it gives you when you hit the auto spend button during Mm -hmm. the character creation, which is fine. Then after that, it's just like, Oh, let's give you this stat. And you're just like, I'm not going to use that. Just like, got that stat now. Enjoy. (laughs) You're like, why am I not getting any like combat skills? It's just like, no, no reason. Like we're going to, we're going to put points into your finance and your subterfuge and, like, mm-hmm. subterfuge can be very useful because it allows you to seduce prostitutes to get free blood or discounted huh. blood, so... Nice. Yeah, it's it's a nice little thing to have. Um, but typically, it's just the whole... Like, for me, <clears throat> depending on what clan I'm playing, like, if I'm playing a Tremere, I'm investing heavily... Early into uh, thaumaturgy Mm -hmm. because I need to have my blood magic. On top of that, like I can forego a like a combat skill. Right. I'm in rather dry today, so it's like. Um, but I I can forego a combat skill if I have thaumaturgy. Mm-hmm. Um, because with blood strike, um, if it doesn't kill the target, you get blood back. So it doesn't. It just automatically feeds back into you. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really cool, to, and you don't have to feed as much either when you do that. So you don't need to worry about like your seduction or anything like that. Like, Oh, okay. I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need this. You know, um, you can't raise your, your, any of your physical above four though. So, right. I mean, that's a thing. Um, if I'm playing a tour Toreador, like, like you are, um, I tend to run, High pers- like most of my builds, I'll do high persuasion,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's just that's just a thing. I I know, um, I know based on the story beats, like the main story stuff, where I need to be before I get to it. So, for example, <coughs> uh, before I get to the warehouse to be uh, near the beginning of the game. I need to have at least a five in sneak
2: mm-hmm
0: um so whether that's from dexterity or stealth like that's I need to have at least like a four or five to be right. able to get through that with as little incident as possible um to get the sisters to reconcile, I need a five in Persuasion. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, when I have interactions with them, I can't badmouth either one. I have to kind of play it down the middle and be like, just the way it is. Um, mm-hmm. When I get to like the point you're at, um, my stats look, Bit different than what yours look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it comes mostly down to like with a Toriador. Yeah, it's nice to have points in in Celerity. Uh, Celerity's terrific, but I'm usually dropping more points into like skills I'll end up using. You know, I'll buff up my my melee and I'll buff buff up my defense and you know my stamina and all of that so I can survive more. And Celerity will help with that too where you harder to hit but mm-hmm. but yeah I mean my next playthrough like you know basically what I'll do is I'll say you choose my character type and you choose my skills so just the way it is I have I have no problem doing that i have none at all. And I, I think it'll be an interesting challenge for me and it'll be an interesting way for you to kind of view the game because you've watched right. me play this a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, as many people have, you know, for, for Christ's sake, there was a, um, there was a good year period there where people just knew me as a vampire guy. So,
2: Mhm.
0: but yeah, I mean, it's, I don't want to say I, I don't want to think of myself as an ambassador for the game, but I'm relatively consistent with the game. I don't yeah. speed run it. I I let people experience the story and all the other stuff and I show off the mods and and all the other things. Mm-hmm. So and I mean, uh, who doesn't love a um, a dancing werewolf? Right. Dancing werewolf is best werewolf. Yes. Just saying. Um, that was amazing. It's one of the best things in that whole fucking game, to be perfectly honest with you. And I'm really excited about Werewolf the Apocalypse when that mm-hmm. when that comes out, um, because I hope it has a dancing vampire Easter egg. Oh as god, of, that'd be amazing. It's kind of a throwback, you know. Mm-hmm. I just want that. I, I there's no reason for me to, but I just do, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I mean I I mean you've you've been getting back into streaming after your 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 holiday break. Mhm. Um I know you you've mentioned getting back into doing your crafting, which would be terrific. Mhm. Uh just a matter of of getting things set up for that. Yeah. Cuz I know there's people that miss it besides me so I mean I know I do (laughs) yeah yep and I mean you you're an interesting case because part of your community was built on gaming and the other half was built on crafting Mm -hmm. so like right now you're just catering to the one the other one's just like I mean still like what you do but it's not the same (laughs) But cross stitch though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, we could and I, I keep saying this, but we, we gotta get Ray on one time so just Oh absolutely you, you and Ray can just kind of talk at length about um about the crafts. Mm hmm. And I can just say, Yeah, it's 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 a craft, it's fucking witchcraft. yeah so one day like one day this is gonna happen and like okay so people that that listen to the podcast or or are watching the the video archive are probably just like I don't get the joke it's Mm -hmm. it's not a joke like I Mm -hmm. am completely mystified by it Mm -hmm. and you
1: and like a lot of other people which is surprising cuz I don't find cross stitch to be that difficult to like comprehend mm-hmm. and or do. Yeah. I, I, I there's no
0: m- m- mystic whatever to it. It's just There's no you're... dark ritual or sacrifices that no, need to
1: be made. No. There's no blood sacrifice to some, you know,
0: god somewhere. <laughs> it's it's not like Ray and Needle Felting. Pretty much. But I mean at the same time like just being able to create something from nothing. It is pretty spectacular. I will admit. Like, when, when you look at it from that standpoint, and you're like, well, like if you just look at the finished product, you're like, it's pretty cool. But when you know that that finished product started as, like, a, a blank piece of, uh, was it Ida cloth? Mm-hmm. See, I'm learning terms. Yes. Um... And you know that that was, like, just this piece of cloth that was blank and then put into a frame. And somebody spent, what, tens of hours? Maybe a hundred like- hours, depending on how complicated the design is? Something like that. It's, it's amazing. And with, with your stream doing it, doing the, um, the cross-stitch, we get to see the progress. Right. Which is cool. And it to some people, they're just like, oh, well, this I don't understand. Like, I don't understand how people can watch this. It's very soothing. hmm Something about just kind of sitting there and, and, I mean, if you want, you can say vegging out. Yeah. And just watching somebody make something out of nothing.
1: Oh, is- absolutely. I think I get more lurkers on my creative streams than I do on my gaming streams for sure. Mm-hmm i think a lot of people just like either having you know that background or they love you know just kind of doing what they're doing but seeing me do something as well in real time
0: oh yeah absolutely you know
1: that kind of a deal
0: i mean the only the natural progression for this would be you doing like a stitch along that'll probably
1: eventually come up one of these some things
0: (laughs) yeah someday Alright, so you're going to go and put your Ida into this uh, size frame and pour yourself a <laughs> several shots of cake vodka? <laughs> no, don't craft tipsy. It does not
1: turn out well. Never, ever, 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 ever do it. Friends don't let friends craft drunk.
0: Fair enough. I mean, Nothing good comes from it. I mean, I... Like, if you... I know for me, like with, with writing,
2: um, Mm -hmm.
0: when I have a, when I have a decent buzz and it depends on what I'm drinking, if I have a decent buzz going, then I'm just, I'll be like, I feel like writing, I'm inspired Mm -hmm. and I'll do that. So like, and I know, I know there's people that are, you know, they'll do the same thing with like painting and such as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's just. Moderation, I guess. Yeah. Possibly. I mean I could see somebody sipping a screwdriver or something like that and and cross stitching or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And just just little things like that. But I mean at the same time, like it, it's it still is quite magical to to mm-hmm. you know, to reiterate the point to, to watch something be created from nothing. Right. You know, you start with a pattern and then, I mean, you did that, uh, um, the circus one, which came yes. out fucking amazing.
1: Yes. I was so proud to finally finish that one.
0: And I mean, you were doing that. What would you say? 45, hours? I got, I got 50 that hours pattern.
1: Back in September, I stopped working on it, like, shortly after that, because stuff happened. hmm And so I really can't tell how many hours it took me to finish that through and through. Especially when, you know, more often than not, I had to rip out stitches I had done because I fucked up somewhere.
0: Yeah. And then at the same time, you would also be doing it, because I'm just going based on streaming, Mm-hmm. And you were also working on it off stream as well. Right. So I think that'd be an interesting thing to just kind of have, you know, I mean, you could have your, your own project, but mm-hmm. to have one, you're just doing on stream only. So we can kind of see how long it takes. That'd be kind of cool as well.
1: Right. Which is generally what I started doing. Um, when I started doing my creative streams is I'd only work on it on stream. Mm-hmm. Um, the circus
0: one was something special, though, because
1: yeah, well, one because I held onto it for such a fucking long time. Yeah, um, and yeah,
0: <laughs> but, I mean, it'd yeah. be like we'd be we'd be watching a uh, pay per view or something like that, mm-hmm. and you know, while we're watching that, you'd be working on it. So right, and then ripping out stitches because you get distracted and, and fucked up. Yep,
1: as tends to happen.
0: Somebody pull out a bag of thumbtacks or something. Yeah, I'm joking. That was WWE. I know it didn't happen. <laughs> Just horrible chair spots. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I worked on. Did I do with a cross stitch a little bit during our uh... TNX giving? Yes. Yeah. 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 You also, did pretty sure during
1: the uh, the Folly Christmas special as well.
0: Um, I don't remember you doing it during the Foley one. I don't remember either. Huh. Uh, I want to say during the Foley one because I think you were also kind of packing for your. Oh fuck, that's right.
1: Yeah.
0: Or trips, so. Right, plural. Yeah, because you had the holiday trip and then you had the Disney trip. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, the the cab driver in Vampire the Masquerade should have an option to take you to Disneyland. That would be amazing.
1: That would be so cool. Oh, my God. Vampire Disneyland.
0: Vampire Disneyland. It'd be totally... Somebody needs
1: to make a mod to make that a thing.
0: Get on it. You have no idea how difficult the mod is. Like, make mods for the Oh, that
1: I have... You're right, I have no idea, but I
0: imagine it's really fucking difficult. I mean, making mods in general is difficult, but then making mods mm-hmm. for Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines is right. a whole different beast. Because... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's running on a... I'll take, for example, the um, the engine. Mm-hmm. So it runs on the Source engine. And you're just like, oh, well... I mean, there's a lot of things that run on Source. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are. Um, fun part about that is... Really, no two versions of the Source engine are the same. Right. And especially when it comes to Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines... And Half Life 2. So I mean I, I mentioned, I've mentioned it and it's public knowledge. They're both released at the, on the same day. Mm-hmm. They both use different versions of the Source Engine. Um Basically what ended up happening was when the Do you remember when the Source Engine got leaked? no. Okay. So at some point um it wasn't well, it wasn't the Source Engine, it was Half Life Two. Um at a certain point during the development of both Half-Life Two and Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, the um there was a like a a preview build, like a dev only preview build that got leaked. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and what they did was because it was just like tools for you know, you had a area to work in and all the other stuff. But uh, based on that theft Valve decided that they were gonna redo the source engine. Mm-hmm. So it didn't resemble what they had put out. Right. Which is fine. But when they did that, they as per the agreement that um software agreement with uh with Activision and in this case Troika Games. Mm-hmm. Um Troika had to stop working on bloodlines like completely until they were given the go-ahead to continue work. Hmm. Um in doing so like the deadline they had, which was the game couldn't come out before Mm half-life two because half-life two had to be the first one at the gate with source engine. Well, the way around that is you have both games released on the same day. Um, but because production had been halted, QA got halted, uh, features and areas got cut. It's just, Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a whole bunch of shit. And I mean, you look at, you look at people like Wesp, um, Wesp is uh, the individual behind the unofficial patch. Um, he's done a lot to restore some of that content that was cut. Mm-hmm. And there's still like little things in the game that, that point to cut content. A uh, prime example of this is when LaCroix sends you to the museum. Right. He goes... You know, here are the keys to the museum, blah, 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 right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And your only option is, I don't need keys. I'll go through the roof. Mm-hmm. You know? And it was because the whole outside area was cut. Hmm. Because they didn't have enough time to finish it. Right. So, I mean, there's little things like that. Right now, the, there's. One mod that's very ambitious for Bloodlines, um, the Anti-Tribu mod, and I—I I have a very love-hate thing with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I love some of the stuff it does, but I hate that it's so combat-heavy. Right. I mean, there's not even ways around the combat. So, like, thing one I like. The gun mechanics work. Mm -hmm. Like, who fucking knew you can fix the gun mechanics in Bloodlines? It's amazing! To make firearms actually fucking viable. So, um, but the other side of that is, now there's all these new encounters that can only be solved with combat. Mm -hmm. So, when you go to, like, King's Way, there's a whole bunch of hunters there. And not just, like... The the mall security guards you've been seeing every now and then, but like, these are like highly trained dudes that put even Bach to shame. And you're just like, oh, um, they added way too much as mm-hmm. well. I mean, we got they added a little thing with the Harbingers of Skulls, which I was excited about. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a timed sequence where you just have to basically survive for a certain amount of time um, but also in like the streets of downtown you'll be walking and you'll be like was that fucking Jack from Mass Effect 2 <laughs> like <laughs> what hmm? so I mean and because of the source engine um, it's prone to memory leaks right Like, bad memory leaks. Like, Mm -hmm. um, your visual cache will start filling up quick, um, and then when that happens, you'll start noticing that certain items are being replaced with other items, such as, I don't know, doorknobs replaced with computer monitors or giant fan blades replacing just regular items that are supposed to be laying on the ground.
1: I want a computer monitor
0: doorknob now. (laughs) but it's just i mean it's one of the reasons why i say and during your playthrough when we hit like the four hour mark and i'm just like you're gonna want to save exit the game out and start again and just Mm -hmm. boot it right back up right because it clears that out and it remedies that issue Mm mm-hmm Another ambitious mod that I'm actually looking forward to is the new version of Clan Quest mod. Mm-hmm. Clan Quest mod, yeah, you play as the... Um, and this is. Let me get back to Anti-Tribute as well um, before I get into this. So Anti-Tribute changes the clans you can play as. Right. Which is cool, because now you, you have the Samdi, you have the Nagaraja, you have the Zamitzi, you have old Clan Zamitzi, you have Giovanni... Um, and I'm trying to remember who the... F- oh, you have Asomite, and then there's, like, another one. I can't mm-hmm. fucking remember what it is. Wow. Eh. Playing quest mod, you have the standard clans from the game. So you got your mm-hmm. Venturer, your Tremere, your Toreador, your Bruja, your Gangrel, um, Malkavian, you know, Tremere, so... You right. have them. Each clan has a specific quest that you can only pick up if you're playing as that clan, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It allows you to kind of get a little bit more in depth with uh, with the clan, which is nice. As well as some other uh, quests, such as... Um. Uh, there's a CDC guy in downtown you could talk to him and he'll have he, like he wants to get the fuck out of downtown mm-hmm. um so he has you basically start an epidemic in hollywood so mm-hmm. he gets pulled out of downtown to go to hollywood instead right so i mean it's a shitty thing to do but you know at the same time you it gets you experience mm-hmm. um there's one where you meet a Quay and you kind of just spend a night with her. And you find out, like, you can find out her story and stuff like that. Um, find mm-hmm. out a little bit more about the the Kui Jin. You know, so <sighs> bless you. Thank you. So, I mean, all in all, I like. I really enjoyed what the Clan Quest mods offered in the past. Mm-hmm. In the new version, they're adding a new hub, which I'm excited about. Uh, they're adding a new haven, which is even more exciting. New NPCs, mm-hmm. new voiced NPCs, Ooh. Um, new quest like there's a whole new quest line and also a new ending to the game. Mm. So I'm nice. I'm so fucking excited and I'm so looking forward to that. Like it is, mm-hmm. it's super ambitious. It's been taking a lot of time because Bloodlines isn't an easy game to mod. Yeah, and um, you know you can find out like. If you're if you're interested in bloodlines or or any of the mods or anything like that, you know, I cannot stress enough. Check out PlanetVampire dot com. They are an amazing site. I've been shit. I've been going to that site since fucking I want to say nineteen ninety nine, maybe two thousand, when Vampire <laughs> the Masquerade Redemption came out. I mean, it's to me they're a big fucking deal and it's just like i I'm, I'm very excited for them um i'm very excited when something new comes out in the community as well mm-hmm. so uh, i think they have a they have a discord as well which is really cool nice yeah i mean it's a really cool place um really nice people like if you want to know about like the world of darkness and it's not just the computer games like it's a great place to kind of hang out you have a lot of role players there that know the lore um, you can ask questions about stuff and usually get a response relatively quick. Um, some of the people that work on the mods hang out in the Discord as well, so, you know, they occasionally will be like, oh, hey, here, just released a new v- uh, new preview for this new mod we're working on. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's very cool, very exciting. And I mean... I can't stress enough how much how thankful I am that not only that Planet Vampires around,
1: mm-hmm. but also
0: how much they've done for me personally. Right. I mean the crew there is terrific. Um I mean I got introduced to them uh because somebody saw a YouTube video I did. Mm-hmm. and wanted me to preview a mod that they were working on. They got mm-hmm. they got Point of Vampire in touch with me and next thing you know they're promoting me mm-hmm. which was really cool. Like right now as it stands in their Discord, uh whenever I go live, I, like you have a bunch of people that play Bloodlines and Redemption and stuff like that. Right. I'm the only person that is auto like when I go live, it's it's announced in their Mm -hmm. discord and that's nice. It it blows my fucking mind, you know? And and I, I mean, I love, it goes back to me saying, I don't want to say I'm an ambassador for the game, but I mean, I like, I like showing things that I, I enjoy, you know, I, I like showing games that I really like and Mm -hmm. Bloodlines is one of those games it's, you know, November, it'll be 14 years old. Mm -hmm. And been kept alive by an amazing community. I mean, there's people that are playing it for the first time. You know, I I know, for example, you're playing it really for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, Jesse said next time it goes on sale, he's picking it up so he can play it for the first time. So, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. It really is. And it's one of those games. There's a saying when it comes to Bloodlines you mention it somebody reinstalls it. That's how memorable this game is. So mm-hmm. It's been mentioned a lot tonight. So to fucking you guys know what to do.
2: Mm-hmm. If it's
0: not installed already, fucking reinstall that shit right mm-hmm. now. Yep. I also got to get back to doing Stardew Valley. Yeah, me I, too. I'm I'm horrible at the game. So mm-hmm. It's, like, legit horrible. Me too,
1: no worries. Me too, no no worries.
0: Can you grow a crop? No. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I'm legitimately horrible at the game. (sighs) Like, I am, like... Do I need to sit in with you on this one as well? Probably. This... (laughs) Me doing Stardew would be, like, you doing Vampire, basically. Like, that's... Just, like, okay, do this... Go to this place, get this fertilizer. You're going to need this. You don't need it right now. You're going to need it in a little bit. And now we're in winter. Did you build the greenhouse I told you to build? Um, <laughs> that's a no. Yep. All right. So now you're kind of screwed because now you can't have your summer crops in the winter.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I can grow crops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what it would be. Yeah. I mean, we got to, there's a bunch of stuff we need to still do. We got to, like, I'd love to, I'd love to kind of do some more gaming with people. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely a thing that needs to happen. Um, Even if it means dusting off some older games that I've, that I've got that I haven't played that other people I know have uh, such as Gauntlet golf with friends um, getting you through a GTA race so you can actually play GTA online. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, little things like that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Honestly, I think once you're done with that race in GTA online, and you can actually play GTA online, Mm-hmm. you would have fun. Right. That's really what it comes down to. And I mean, that would be a nice little, nice little thing to have. Like, have like a community night where it's just like we just get a whole bunch of people we know that that are playing the game or whatever and just kind of hang out, play with them, you know. Mm-hmm. Somebody's bound to have a yacht. We can go on their yacht and just hang out there and shoot off fireworks and shit. Sweet. Why the fuck not, right? Sounds or, like good time to me. Well, I mean, well, there's that. There's Golf with Friends. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is something I've never played. I have it. I've oh, never played it. Oh, God. We're going to have to do that sometime. There's a lot of games I have that I have never played. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Golf with Friends is one of them. Gauntlet's another one. Um, Elf shot the food. Elf always shoots the food. Um, yeah. Um uh was it uh hell's that game S-s- was it don't starve yeah yeah i got that and that's just eh. i i've never booted that up so oh. as i said there's a bunch of games and one of those things like and then of course there's friday the 13th i'd love to do a, a night with that mhm um the whole problem is getting people together for it though Yep. i mean it's always the big problem But yeah, it's just I don't know. Meh. <laughs> I personally think that like of, of of all the people I know that stream, mm-hmm. and I, I actually I told West this last night after after you Ray left, so mm-hmm. um. Because we were we were kind of talking like after cast, right? And I said because we we got into some of the stuff like we got into specifics on something we touched on in, on last night's episode that like probably shouldn't have talked about, but whatever, it happens. Mm-hmm. And um, and I said, well, I know for me, whenever whenever Maury's streaming. I try not to stream. Right. Because I'd much rather be sitting there and enjoying the stream than actually and and, and I mean I I fucking love your content. Your content's terrific. No, oh, thank you. So, I mean there's there's that. So, yeah, that was that was a thing that was mentioned last night. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, <Aw>, shucks. Yeah. <laughs> And there's a bunch of people whose content we enjoy. Mm-hmm. I mean we can go ad nauseum on, you know, whether it's Sinea or Giant, you know. Yep. All the wonderful people that, that we know that are doing whatever they're doing, whether it's Bolin playing Stellaris or or Ray not mm-hmm. doing crafting and playing Kingdom Hearts instead. Mm-hmm. Um the the random Anubis stream. Which is just yep. Random Anubis is random. Yes, it just happens. You're like what?
1: Just I mean, happens. <laughs> I,
0: I saw that and I was just like, oh, "Fuck!" Like Anubis <laughs> streams. Like mm-hmm. it'd be like about streaming, you know? Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just it was interesting. It was fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we just know so many other great creators. And I mean, end of the day, I, as much as I love creating, I love supporting as well. Yes. And whether it's working in somebody's channel or, you know, being active in their chat or so on and so forth, I mean, there's many different ways to do that. -hmm. To to kind of show your support for people. Drop a host, drop a follow. Um on Twitch. You know? Absolutely. I mean the biggest thing you guys can do for to support somebody. The biggest thing. If you enjoy it, let other people know. Mm Mm-hmm. Let other people know that you know what you're watching or what you're listening to, whether it's this podcast, whether it's um a Twitch stream, a YouTuber that you're watching, you know, let people know. It's, oh, well, the channels I watch, they don't need the support. Everybody needs the support. Yes. You know, it, it's just, if you enjoy the content, you probably know people that would enjoy it as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's half of, the, half of what we do on Twitch is supporting like-minded people. Yep. I enjoy... Maury's content, Maury introduced me to Giant. I enjoy Giant's content. Mm-hmm. I mean, even... Um, I mean, when you were doing the creative stuff, like, we'll take uh, we'll take somebody like uh, Little Violet Vixen. Mm-hmm. I mean, amazing work.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: You know? Um, I mean, if I look at people I'll host over to, that you know, they're technically part of the community or they're people I know of that I enjoy the work of. I mean, I like sharing that out. I mean, it's just somebody, somebody that comes to my stream might be like, Oh, that's, that's really cool. Or, Hey, I like this person's personality, mm-hmm. you know, which I know typically sounds like a cop out, but well, they got a great personality. Like, Half of the half of the stream game, half of the content creation game is personality. Sorry, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So I mean look at uh have, uh have you checked out uh Sarah Nicole Creations?
3: Mm-mm.
0: I would highly recommend her stream.
3: Okay.
0: Um she does she does uh crafting and gaming.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And I'm trying to remember what is exactly called, but it was kind of like doing pixel art with beads. I know. Wow. Ray, I know Ray knew the name for it right off, right, right off the top, and she goes, "Oh, I'm like oh, mm-hmm. she's doing that," and I'm just like, "Yeah, I won't remember what you just said." So <laughs> some kind of witchcraft. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean like. Whether it's that or or she's playing with um, with the community, doing like Mario Kart and stuff like that. I mean, it's great content. It really is. <laughs> mean, I would gladly put her over. I gladly. Uh, Amy plays. Who's doing a lot of Guild Wars stuff right now. I mean, Guild Wars Two is a game that I've been meaning to get into and I haven't. And <laughs> knowing people that play it makes it a little bit easier for me to say, maybe I should finally update it. You play it? I have it. I haven't played it in forever, though. Gotcha.
1: But I do have it, because Anubis started playing it, and then I got him the expansions,
0: and then he stopped playing <laughs> I got Guild Wars 2 uh, when Guild Wars 2 became free. Right. And I installed it, and then every time I go to go, oh, well, you know what? Maybe I should play Guild Wars 2. It's just mm-hmm. like, you have an update and I'm looking at i just like, this is going to take all day. Fuck that. And I'll close mm-hmm. the update and just I'll you know, do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, Amy plays um, those guild wars to Sinea does guild wars too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, apparently you play guild wars two or have in the past. So, I mean, it's be interesting. I, I, I that could also be another interesting community night. Oh, absolutely! Of, of like people doing Guild Wars too, especially especially as, as fucking scrubby noobs that don't know shit about the game.
1: Yeah, noobs can run circles around us and laugh.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you. Uh, what is it? Game that I just didn't grab me, but I know people love uh, mm-hmm. Warframe. Yeah, that's another one. I mean.
1: Yeah, it. I. I want to learn to love the game. I just really fucking suck at it.
0: <laughs> I couldn't get into it.
1: Yeah. I couldn't get into Warframe. I'm still trying.
0: Yeah, to. it's it's a rough one. Um, it's better with friends. Yeah. But I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, I. See, I've I've tried playing it twice. I've tried playing it on PC, and I've tried playing it on the Xbox, and each time I I just couldn't get into it.
2: Mm -hmm. And I was just
0: like, well, maybe it's the controls. And then when I played it on the Xbox, I'm like, it wasn't the controls. (laughs) So. But I, but once again, I know people that enjoy the shit out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I I personally. I, I. I love seeing what people like as well, you know. Right. And I'm not. And I'm not about to go and shit on something somebody likes just because I don't. hmm And I know this is get, gets a little touchy because we've had issues in my Discord with, with this same situation happening. Right. Where somebody will mention something, and somebody will chime in going, how could you support them because blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, fuck, dude. Like... This person enjoys this game you don't like. And now you're going to shit on it. I don't see how I'm shitting on it. Like
2: Mhm.
0: Then you hit them with like actual science because they think that they're so much more learned than you. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Which fair. That's I mean, yeah. I'll give you that point, but it's people People underestimate me like when it comes because the way I look, Mm -hmm. you know, I people are like, oh, what are you in your mid 20s? And I'm like, no, I'm in I'm almost in my mid 30s and they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. So they don't expect me to know things like, for example, like, oh, expansion packs or so on (laughs) and so forth, you know, like. It's. (laughs) Kind of touches on last night's topic of like the mm-hmm. the kids wearing those retro p s three games, you know uh, <laughs> yeah we're so old yup, indeed we are at least I am yeah
1: p s three is not retro to me, that's-, that's still fucking new to be fair, I'm that person that thinks like you know the nineties was ten years ago, and it's like not well, fair enough.
0: I'm that guy that listens to classic rock radio, hears Blink-182 and goes, what the
1: fuck? (laughs) I've been basically my bread and butter listening at work because I fucking hate the radio that we have on in the office. I've been listening to like 90s and grunge. Yeah. Thank you, SiriusXM. (laughs) Because, oh my God, I, oh, so good. Because that's the music I grew up on, basically. It's just, you know, Green Day and fucking, ugh, so many.
0: See, and I I would say I grew up, like, I grew up on that music, but I grew up with that music. Right. So it's like, for me, like, I remember, um, oh, did you you hear uh, Soundgarden? It's just like. What's that? And they're just like, mm-hmm. oh, their second album just came out. You got to check it out. It's like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: here, let me lend you the cassette of it. <laughs> oh, you know? I miss cassettes. Yeah. I found a whole bunch of cassettes, by the way. And they're just like, oh. amazing. And uh, what is it? I want to say it's an anthrax uh, cassette I had. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I forget what I forget what album it was, but I'm like, I found all these like cassettes and old games and shit. And I'm like, what? I fucking remember this thing. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So. And then I realized, like, I'm I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old.
1: Mm-hmm. But, old man.
0: Yeah, we it's I mean, I, I've I've had Sirius XM before. Mm-hmm. Um, back when actually back when it was just XM I had it for maybe two year two or three years after they merged
2: mm-hmm.
0: um but my go-to was like the 80s station
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the comedies well eh. maybe sometimes the comedy station right I would listen to a lot of talk radio though talk mm-hmm. radio is really where it's at but uh but, yeah, I mean, music-wise, it was, like, 80s. Like, I would just go with the 80s station, which mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure what the Siris, uh equivalent of it was, but it was, on XM, It they would have, like, this is how cutesy they were. Channel 5 was the 50s on 5. Mm-hmm. Channel 6 was the 60s on 6. Of course. 70s on 7. Mm-hmm. The 80s on 8. The 90s on 9. Mm-hmm. And then you had, like... Um, well, it was still the 2000s, so it was just like, you know, Channel 10 was like the music of today, you know? Right. I would sit there, and I would leave that shit on 80s on 8, i I'm just fucking, <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, this is, this. Is, and then I would also listen to Rock is Jericho on the mm-hmm. Boneyard, because mm-hmm. that was uh, fucking, because they had like four or five metal stations too, and I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. this is terrific, mm-hmm. and hearing, and like... One one night, I'm just flipping through, and I'm just like, "That's Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. What is he doing?" And, and I'm like, "This is interesting." And it was just like, "Yeah, we're going to be listening to like this is probably one of my favorite tracks from Annihilator." And I'm like, "What? This song is amazing." <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just. I grew up on, like, the music I grew up on, like, 70s and 80s rock. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No, 70s and 80s, just in general. And, Mm -hmm. like, I grew up, I grew with the 90s. So, like, for me, I I don't have such fondness for, like... You don't have that nostalgia like I do. I mean, some stuff I do. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, if you give me, um... And it's very specific. But if you were mm-hmm. to give me like, um, like a no doubt song from before they they hit, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh shit.
2: <laughs>
0: or if you gave me a Sugar Ray song back before they hit, like mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Because mm-hmm. they, I mean, they did some some interesting stuff before they became like that poppy fucking homogenized bullshit you know right and i mean i could say the same thing about no doubt before they became like whatever the fuck they became with mm-hmm. uh with tragic kingdom but
1: mm-hmm. which I, I feel it, like tragic I mean, kingdom was like the first cd that i heard of theirs
0: yeah it's i mean that was their breakout mm-hmm. um before that they were very much more of a uh like a punk ska yeah and it was it's just, I mean, it's like when I break out some of the Alanis Morissette stuff I have, like, before mm-hmm. Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. And you're just like, sounds like Alanis, but this is way too dancey. Like, what the fuck is this? And, I'm like, this is Alanis Morissette. Like, this is off of her, her debut album. Like, <laughs> and then I'll put on Bjork, because fuck it. Pure. Right. <laughs> yeah, I. I don't. We're gonna have to do like, we'll end up doing like an episode at one point about just nostalgia,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and how and how it's uh, an interesting fickle beast. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> you may be nostalgic for some things, but then you go back to it, and you're just like, why did I like this? Mm-hmm. Do that a lot with music. Do it yeah. a lot with music. Why did I think Limp Biscuit was a good idea? What's this new metal shit? Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, but Corn and, and the Insane Clown Posse. Like, yeah. Oh, that's... my
1: God. I was listening to one of the rock stations earlier and Corn came on, but it was like Corn with like dubstep in it. Yeah it was really fucking weird i i didn't know how to feel about it
0: it's just like why
1: know. is robot sex in the middle of this i don't understand
0: going to make the beat dro- <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, you're you're pretty well versed in different types of music mm-hmm. like different styles like certain things you like certain things you don't Unless, right part of everybody's growing up. I mean, you're going to be exposed to some stuff and you may not appreciate when you're younger, you you get older and you're just like, you know what? This is actually a pretty, pretty nice track. Like I enjoy Mm -hmm. this. I mean, I've done that with, um, with some of the music from the seventies, especially, um, Mm -hmm. even some eighties stuff. Like I wasn't always about like Duran Duran. It wasn't always about like culture club or the cure. And The Mm -hmm. Cure and Bauhaus especially. I wasn't always about that, but... um, Hell, even Depeche Mode, but...
2: Mm -hmm.
0: At a certain point, like, you listen to it and you're just like, I understand this. I like this. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. But I do. And then you end up sitting there listening to, like... You set a playlist that's just that and it's like mm-hmm. a 50 hour playlist. So I've done that a few times. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Done that to uh Warren Zevon. Um <laughs> That was a fun road trip. Mm, I bet yeah. the the my friend that I went with on the road trip fucking hated. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I mean yeah, it's just certain music just at certain time, you just go. It fits. I I don't. I didn't like this. I do now. So, mm-hmm. so never write anything off. I mean, I never thought I would really like electro swing. I didn't think I would. And it just, mm-hmm. I heard it, and I'm like, oh shit. I didn't think I would like Psycho Billy or or Gotha Billy mm-hmm. or anything like that. But mm-hmm. listen to it, and I'm like, oh shit, I kind of like this. So. It's all about taking chances and kids, as you get older, (laughs) you start hanging on to the music of your youth Mm -hmm. and everything else that has come out past your youth is shit. Mm -hmm. It's how you look at things. So you just be like, and you won't set in like right away, but you'll be sitting there in a car and you'll put on the radio and you'll go, fuck is this garbage? (laughs) And at that point, you'll realize that you've hit that age. Yep. You have two choices. One, embrace the old nostalgic ways Mm -hmm. of let me listen to the things I listened to back in high school. Or you go, you know what? Let me give this a chance. I got to give this a chance. And that's, you'll, you'll be a better person for doing that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it doesn't matter if it's if it's music, movies, uh, TV shows, games. I mm-hmm. mean, there might be something that right now you don't appreciate, and then five, ten years down the road you revisit, because somebody's just like, seriously, man, you gotta go back and give that a fucking real try. And you go, you know what? This is actually a lot better than I remember it. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: And then you go back to a game you loved growing up and, oh, this game's shit. This is really Mm bad. Can't believe I spent so many hours playing Barbie Dreamhouse Simulator. (laughs) I was waiting for that. So, yeah. Anyway, I think that'd be a good point to wrap up been a fun cast as always peace and um, I mean if you guys like what we do here um, obviously you can either recommend us to people that you know uh, subscribe to the podcast go to twitch.tv slash precipice podcast uh, drop a follow that's a thing mm-hmm. you can do as well um, as well as going to twitch.tv slash underscore time. Drop a mm-hmm. follow there as well. You will not be disappointed. And if you really want to support the Precipice Podcast Network, it's a little thing called Loot Crate. Go in the show notes, click the link, sign up to Loot Crate, get yourself one very awesome, very amazing service. It's like Comic-Con in a box. You have many mm-hmm. different styles of, of boxes as well. So whether you're into comics, just general geekery, um, lootware, cartoons, Harry Potter, Mm -hmm. Marvel. I mean, they got a little something for everybody. Thank you guys for, for joining us on another episode of Gimmick Bag. We'll catch you on the next one. See you guys next week.
1: Bye.